Hello and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. My name is Molly Silva and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Keely and Georgia. And well, would you look at that? Thanks to some friendly pestering from you guys, for us to give you more than one ep a week, we finally got a bonus episode for you. Today, we've got the extended version of our interview with the amazing and very passionate Donna Johnson. As the wife of former Western Bulldog star Brad Johnson, Donna spent much of her life around footy. And it was while watching the rise of the AFLW, a step forward in women's sport that was super exciting for her, Donna found herself asking how the women playing were protecting themselves in the contact part of the sport, and especially how they were protecting their breasts. From here, Xena Sport was born, a brand now at the forefront of protecting and promoting women in contact sports all across the country. Donna joins us to chat about how it was born, the challenges she's had to overcome as a business owner, and what the hopes are for the brand's future. Make sure you check out at Xenosport underscore co on Instagram to follow their journey. And for now, enjoy the chat. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Donna. Um, it is really exciting that we get to talk to you because not only is what you're doing uh, so unique and I think really vital and something you know us as women are really interested in, but you're the first um, businesswoman that we've like spoken to on the podcast. We've had a lot of athletes, and so to have this uh, different kind of perspective in the world of sport is really, really exciting to us. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, awesome. That's great to hear. Thanks for having me. I was really excited to be asked um, onto the podcast. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we like to kick off all of our interviews with a bit of a um, fast five questions. So they're kind of fun ones. That I only like. have four today. Oh, there's only four, sorry. But <laughs> fast <laughs> questions to get to know you. Yes, and they're, they're fun no ones. Um, yeah, just fun ones. Okay. So the first one is, do you put your sauce in the fridge or the cupboard? Oh, I've changed it up over the years, oh. to be honest. So at the moment, I've got the actual sauce bottle that we use in the fridge, but then I've got like the big sauce one yeah. litre jug in, in the cupboard. Okay. So that probably defeats all purpose. So um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a preference? A both. Yeah, okay. Uh, just as long as the kids put it away. To be honest. <laughs> so Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> That's the first time we've yeah. got that answer to yeah, that's yeah. a Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, good. Uh, the next one is, do you have a pump-up song? Just for like everyday life, what's a song that just gets you and makes you happy? Oh, oh, dear. Oh, I'm I'm getting old now. Like I'm in my 40s. So That's know, not old. My, um, well, feels like it at the moment. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just anything probably from the 80s is yeah. good for me. But um yeah, that would be it. My daughter's actually just released a song um, about the Bont. It's a good footy song that's just um, come out. It was started as a bit of a dare with Brad on a radio station and um, our daughter sings, so he actually put it to her. And, um, yeah, one thing led to another, and they actually wrote this really good song. So that's on my playlist at the moment that comes up quite a bit. Oh, that's really cool. That is, what's, yeah, the, what's the song so, called? 
So it's called The Bond. Oh, okay. that is the name of it, yeah. Obviously, yeah, we're Bulldogs We love borders, it. Yep. Given Brad's, yeah, history. Me um, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it was just put to him. He was talking about footy songs and whatever on, on this radio station and they put it to him, a bit of a challenge to come up with one. So he obviously went to our daughter, Ella, and uh, she came up and, and um, has recorded a, a song which is out now. So hopefully the Bulldogs can do well during the finals and... Um, you know, everyone loves the bond. So that's actually on my playlist quite a bit. At the that moment. is the, the coolest thing to be able to answer that. And yeah, I have to let we'll you have know, to listen. You're in very good company as a Bulldog supporter. Um, oh, G is a Bulldog supporter. I am a Bulldog supporter. And we're well more done, we're more NRL girls ourselves. And okay. our dad played for the NRL Bulldogs. So we're, oh, we're awesome. a lot of synergy Yeah, there. we love Bulldogs. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um do you have a binge-worthy series or recommendation? At the moment, I am watching Outer Banks purely because my 15-year-old son is supposed to be homeschooling <laughs> um, and he keeps wanting to watch that. So, yeah, I think we're into the second season of that at the moment. But, oh, look, it's pretty tragic at the moment. I'm into everything from Real Housewives of Beverly <laughs> Hills to The Hills. I don't know, all this reality stuff. I think I've just got a bit too much time on my hands at night time <laughs> at the moment. Need something a bit lighter given what everyone's going yeah. through. I, I love hearing that because I'm obsessed with Outer Banks. I was going to say, it. in very good company again. Yeah, <laughs> Outer Banks, well, reality fabulous. TV people. <laughs> They had it on in the background like for a few weeks. So I sort of saw snippets of it and then in the end they were like, you have to sit down and watch it with us. Yeah. So it's it's good. Um, and the last question, and this one is obviously a bit obvious, but who are you tipping going into the AFL finals? Uh, well, obviously my loyalties are with the Bulldogs. Um, who, do you, who do you think will be in the final with them then? Well, I grew up a Melbourne supporter, oh, so... Okay. One-eyed Melbourne and my family is obsessed with Melbourne to the point where my dad won't actually watch the game live at the moment because that's how nervous he is. (laughs) He'll actually watch the replay once he knows the result. So for his sake, I would love Melbourne to make the grand final. Okay. The Bulldogs, obviously. But a Bulldog-Melbourne grand final, that would mean, oh, goodness Then what do you do? Then where does it Well... For my husband. Depends who you're asking. Yeah, for my (laughs) dad and brothers and whatever. A little bit of my childhood self, Melbourne. So, um. It would be a nice day. I just cut. It will be either way. Either way, a good option. (laughs) That's so good. Uh, Well, those were the, the fast. Four and a half, it felt like. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to, we'd love to, you know, start by asking a bit more about you. So um, tell us yeah. how, like, what role did sport play for you, I guess, in, in your life? Obviously, like, this is something that's a big part of, of who you are now. So what has that been like growing up and, and that sort of stuff? Yep. So growing up, um, obviously, um, my dad was always heavily involved in football slash cricket club um, in our local community. So, you know, my weekends were spent down at the cricket club or the football club, and it was really um, community driven back then. So there'd always be barbecues and you'd know everyone and all the kids and everything. So I grew up sort of 
with that on the weekends and then obviously going to the football with him and watching Melbourne. You know, my brothers played football growing up and then, you know, I did bits and pieces from tennis to basketball, dancing, as you do. Obviously, Brad and I, um, we went to actually kinder together and primary school together so we knew each other along the way um and he also played football at the local club that we were involved in as well so um yeah so once we sort of got together about the age of 18 you know obviously he was really seriously um committed to his football and was drafted um so yeah from then on it was just um a matter of really being involved at an afl level with a partner that played um and going through all those highs and lows and ups and downs and and things like that so yeah i've only really sort of played sport casually on the side not at a professional level um but yeah obviously being involved at such a high level with him um you know we had a great 17 years at the western bulldogs um and it was something that you know we'll cherish forever such a nice story yeah that's beautiful yeah kindergarten that's so nice <laughs> i know it is you know i've still got the photo we had our 40th a few years ago and i've still got the photo from kinder oh I'm that's on the, the best bike. yeah i'm in the bike in the front and he's sort of standing behind me so oh, stop um it. yeah that's I so know. it's really nice so obviously being a victorian having an AFL-involved husband and growing up in that world. What is it that you love about the AFL, M or W? Um, I just think I love the feeling of being involved at a club level. Um, As I said before, you know, we spent 17, 18 years. Our our kids grew up within the club. Um, You form really great friendships and relationships that go beyond once you finish. I think when Brad did finish up, Um, we really, I particularly felt that um, there was something missing because, you know, when you're part of a club, um, I don't know, it's just, you just, you're so involved and you really notice that when it stops, something feels as though it's missing. So that's been the great thing for us with Xena is that we've been able to start getting involved once again um, with the AFLW and different clubs. And we just love going back into that club environment. I don't know, there's something just really um, great about clubs I suppose and just what they offer to people particularly at times like this yeah absolutely I think we can all vouch for that we all grew up at certain different clubs both in the NRL um through our childhood as well so certainly a really special atmosphere about it when that is yeah it is yeah real like family community as well Mm. it is it is and you definitely do miss it like when when it finishes up yeah absolutely so um yeah with with that in mind and kind of your history Back when when, uh, your husband was playing, did you think that something like the AFLW was around the corner or even possible? And when it came to life, how did that change how you felt about the sport? Uh, Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I wish growing up because we were so involved in in a football club and as I said you know we went on the weekends and everything and I always remember after a Melbourne game we were able to go on the MCG and sort of do kick to kick so looking back now you know I'm sort of a bit envious of these girls that get the opportunity to go out and play because I don't know like had I been offered that back then who knows whether I would have played or not but um it would have been a great opportunity but um yeah I just 
all the girls that we've, um, you know, been a part of with their careers at the moment and just the AFLW clubs, um, they're just a great environment. When we go in there and do our presentations, um, it takes us back to the days when Brad used to play um, back in the change rooms and just that banter and they're just they're just great people to be around. So it's really exciting. Um, you know, I'm in awe of how fit and how strong these girls are, particularly when we go down to training. It's unbelievable. Um, and it's just a really exciting time. And it's great that girls can have this opportunity now going forward. Absolutely. So after all of that, I imagine the influence that AFL played on your life basically since you were a kid, would have been a part of it. But what was it that inspired you to found Xena Sport? So Xena was something that I had never given one ounce of thought to prior to catching up with my best friend for a coffee one Monday morning. And it was purely because her three daughters had started playing football. So this is probably about five years ago now. Uh, And her daughters ranged between eight and sort of 17. And we were just talking about the injuries that had occurred um, that previous weekend. And I just threw up the uh, comment that I can't believe these girls are playing such a physical sport and they're not wearing any form of protection. Like this was all new to them. You know, boys had had the opportunity to play on from Auskick um, you know, learn all the fundamental skills, learn how to tr- tackle properly and things like that. Whereas these girls were starting, you know, in such a crucial stage of their development in their adolescent years and they weren't wearing any form of protection. So it literally was just a flippant comment that I threw up. Uh, and then that night I revisited it with Brad and I just sort of went over it and said, you know, I can't believe these girls aren't wearing any form of protection. Um And then he encouraged me to look into it a bit further. So I did, I didn't put any pressure on myself, didn't even think of it as a business, didn't think anything really. I just went on Google, searched breast injury. There was hardly any research around. Um, There was one study out of America which said that it was um, really significant in female sport. And then I went on to then um, research if there were any actual products on the market. And the only thing at the time was sort of like a hard shell protector that they used in martial arts. So, yeah, it was really just I took it each day at a time, did a little bit more investigating, run the idea past a few people. People thought it was a good idea and we just sort of kept going. And then, you know, it took us probably three years of research and development to eventually um, design it and and get a sample. But, um, yeah, it literally came out of nothing. I just find this so exciting. I'm a first year out of uni physiotherapist and it's really interesting because this isn't something that's touched on it's not touched on at uni yeah it's like not discussed at all and um, I'm I was lucky enough I'm involved with the Cronulla Sharks NRL women's team which is amazing but there's nothing we even really have touched on now and I feel like this is going to be my insight going into the you know the preseason at the end of the year because the girls do come out with you know your sternum injuries or they'll just be sore at the top of their breasts and like absolutely it's just something that's not really spoken about so this is this excites me (laughs) yeah yeah because at at the beginning when I went on um you know it was an old study out of America that I found research and I sort of contacted a few places in Australia but no one had even really thought to look into it much Um, and so we did our own um, sort of research project and I managed to go down and speak to some of the Geelong Cats girls down here um, 
the professional girls and you know we sat around in a bit of a circle and we just had a chat and you know at the beginning when I first had the idea of Xena I was really focusing on adolescent girls given their stage of development I didn't even really um, consider you know older women wearing it however when I sat down with them you know so many of them you know had bandaged padding to their ribs um, you know some girls wear two sports bras some girls actually bandage their breasts yeah. sort of to give them that extra bit of um, protection. And, um, yeah, so out of our research project, you know, we found that the majority of girls had somehow had some form of injury, whether it was bruising, um, you know, scratching or more extreme. But, um, yeah, it, at the same time then the AIS then did a study as well which which gave similar results. So, when we started going out to the professional clubs just to start talking about it, you know, there were women there who just um, had never even thought of breast trauma before or what the implications were going to be down the track, you know, for it. And I think as time's gone on, you know, I've received messages from women who have breast implants. Like when we think about the amount of women who are playing sport at the moment, like physical sport that have breast implants, you know, women are suffering with breast implant ruptures, which... You know, mm. when you think of the the impact, not only to your health, but then having to have more surgery to get these sort of things fixed. So it's just a huge um, conversation that really needs to be um, normalised. And we also need to educate girls that it is okay because if they did their ankle, everyone would know about it. Yeah. Mm. Not saying that everyone needs to know about a breast injury or a breast trauma, but, um, you know, you may need to speak to your doctor. You may need to speak to your parents. And on our Instagram site, you know, we um, had a base, a softball girl, sorry, who got hit in the chest. Like I couldn't believe that they don't wear any form of chest protection mm. when they're batting. Um, and she actually sent me the photos of the bruising to her, her chest. And, um, you know, it's, it's a worry. So, yeah, we really do need to normalise the conversation moving forward. I think it's just great because not only have you created a really good product and now I'm going to be telling everyone down at the Bloody Sharks about it. But And that's um, what we need because yeah. we've got our AFL leg in the door but we need to, you know, get our foot in the door. Consider me your, your first contact. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah. because, um, you know, that's what we need. We need to, you know, for you girls as well, it's any sport. Yeah. And but I play like touch footy and we dive all over the place and I was only saying to Marley this time, I'm like, this is going to be great. All the ladies like post um, birth and stuff are going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't want to dive and things, you know. Well, that's the thing. And we had um, Daisy Pierce, who plays for Melbourne in the AFLW, and, you know, she was returning from breastfeeding. So, yeah. you know, there's a million different ways. Um, we've had a lot of women who have had mastectomies mm. and have just worn it for recovery because um, surgically, you know, um, it's uncomfortable, but also because they've had reconstructive surgery and then they want to return back to some form of sport. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what started out as an idea for an adolescent teenager just playing AFL has now grown to um, many, many uses. It's great. That's brilliant. So the the vest itself, it's called the Xena Z1. Am I correct? Yes. In, so could yes. you describe, you know, what about it is um, so beneficial to protect women's chests? Yep. So basically, uh, we worked on it for about 12 months, just trying to source the padding because mm. you can get padding from anywhere. But 
you know, it was really important to me that if girls were going to wear this in sport, the padding did what it said it was going to do. And that's, you know, provide great protection. So uh, it took us a long time to source it. But um, when we did, it was amazing. So we actually use molds uh, and it's an injected molding, which makes it um, very lightweight. And I think our best only weighs 160 grams. And it actually, yeah, it contours to the body. So every girl basically says, you know, they don't they don't feel that they're wearing it. We incorporated the rib um, component because I know when Brad was playing, he broke his ribs and we had to try and source something for him to wear on returning from injury. So, um, yeah, so it's got all of that. It's got a GPS pocket. Um, it's got an inverted zip, which has been approved safety-wise. And, yeah, and it's important to note we had the padding uh, tested from Deakin University down here. Um, we did a number of impact tests with that. And that's about it, really. It's a lot for one vest. But, um, yeah, it's it's really comfortable and, you know, we've got great feedback. It's an impressive vest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All in 160 so, yeah. grams. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I weighs, did not think that they could be that light. That's yeah. so impressive. No, and that's the other thing too. I think sometimes people think that protective wear has to be really thick and really like heavy duty to, stuff. Yeah, just seems yeah, like the most be, like the easiest way to protect something like bulk it up mm, straight away. That's right. Um, but the thing with this is because it is injected into a mold. The good thing about it is that when it does get impact, it returns to its same amount of retention. Mm. So a lot oh, of padding okay. when it does you know have impact to it it will reduce in its efficiency whereas this one comes back to what it was so um yeah it's amazing you know the manufacturer that we work with they're just so ahead of um you know what's going on and and we were just really fortunate to um to land them so it's it's yeah they make an amazing vest yeah that's awesome you said before that this idea sort of came from nowhere really was being you were a teacher prior to this yeah correct? early days early days early, before you had days. kids yeah um yeah. was being a businesswoman or starting your own business something that you would ever aspired to before that or was it really just that yeah I think it was because you know we made the decision between amongst us that you know I'd stay home obviously with the kids um you know Brad's career was full on and and you know I made the decision to be around uh and then when he started commentating with Foxtel he was away all weekends um you know so his schedule was was huge and then once our son went off to high school I sort of I was getting really flat because I really wanted to do something and you know I just sort of felt like I'd been out of the workforce for so long I'd missed such a huge chunk you know I was a bit down and out felt like I didn't have any qualifications and what would I do and all these sort of things so I think that's when the idea I think the good thing was that I didn't put any pressure on myself you know like that's it I'm going to make this a business and I'm going to come up with something you know it was just something that we chipped away and as I said it took you know three years just before we got our sample but um you know, I love it. It's it's just it's given us the opportunity with to work with amazing athletes. Um, we're really excited. We've got uh, girls competing in the Paralympics um, oh, cool. this week for goalball. Yeah, which is um, the Aussie Bells. So um, it's just taken me on a journey that I could never ever have imagined. But 
Brad works in the business too, like full time, and he's amazing. I couldn't do it without him. He's just, he's awesome. And he is so passionate about sport as well. So he just, he loves it as well. So um, yeah, and look at the beginning, and this is what I tell my daughter who's just come out of high school, you know, we had no experience in design, manufacturing, business, nothing. But, you know, ultimately you just got to back yourself in sometimes and put people in place that know what they're doing in certain areas and um, just give it a go. Yeah, it sounds like it grew really authentically too, like not just making a business for the sake of making a business. Yeah, like exactly, absolutely. And that's what I mean. Like, about. Yeah. yeah, it just absolutely came out of, out of a coffee conversation and that was it. Awesome. You have to thank your best friend for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will. We normally catch up and it was just, yeah, it was just something, it was just, concerning just just mm, yeah. the injuries that these girls were sustaining and to think that those sorts of questions hadn't been asked you know up and like obviously no one else was making something like this so that's that's so interesting and that's what blows my mind like even with the manufacturer they were like we cannot believe no one has thought to sort of do this and it's like yeah now I look back and I just think um that's crazy yeah yeah well, I mean, it's so exciting to see what, what you're now achieving. Um, if I'm not mistaken, did you officially launch in the midst of COVID last year? Yeah, literally the week before. Uh, I think the weekend of COVID being announced pretty much. Oh, so, oh my god! Yeah, we, we uh, worked so hard day and night to get everything pretty much ready to go. And I think we launched and then about three or four days later, COVID hit and we went into lockdown. So... We sort of sat here looking at each other for a bit and then (laughs) thought, where are we going to go from here? Um, And then we just really spent that time to really narrow in our focus and just, you know, use that time to go down the educational track and and promotional track and just get word out there and um, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, look, it's difficult with COVID, but we're not the only ones. Like, everyone's going through it as well, so we just sort of have to sit tight until everyone's back out there again and and playing sport yeah well that my question was going to be uh, you know what has been your biggest challenge so far in this journey but would you say it's kind of navigating that and having to I guess you know be a bit flexible with how you were going to do it I think so because last year we sort of um on our website put up pre-orders because we had our launch date that we were going to launch and then um obviously we had people placing um you know their pre-orders and things like that and then with COVID uh we weren't able to receive our stock um you know certain sizes so um but we just you know we just made sure we had open communication and and everyone was so understanding and and really good so um this year's been a heap uh, heaps better because i think you know we're all sort of used to it now and that's how we sort of operate but um yeah definitely that was our our biggest challenge but we just had to sort of change direction and we did a bit of apparel and bits like that just to sort of keep content going and you know educated ourselves did some short courses bits and pieces and just sort of kept it going until sport kicked back off again yeah awesome well I can see the Xena um hoodie you've got on now as well and you've got uh, uh yes yeah <laughs> you've got yeah. some I think I saw um 
on your Instagram today like some long sleeves yeah, and um, a yeah. resistance band and stuff. Is that what you guys are doing uh, as well? So we've got some headbands coming in headbands, and we just sorry. sort of do some crews and bits and pieces. But that's just sort of a bit of a side yeah. side thing that we sort of came up with last year during COVID. But um, we're actually in the process of designing a youth vest. Um, oh, awesome. Because we have had, yeah, we've had a lot of inquiries from parents who are really um, – concerned for their daughters playing um so we're just in the sample phase of that and then obviously uh you know um, materials and things just keep evolving so we'll keep evolving the vest as we go along um so many people have so many different requests um based on their specific health needs and things like that so yeah i can sort of see it continuing to grow as we grow that's really Amazing. exciting Sorry. the next question that i had was what's been the biggest reward um through this this journey as well just seeing it on athletes and girls playing sport that's the like most exciting like thing for me um i think the first sort of um aflw girl who reached out to me via instagram ebony antonio she plays for Fremantle, and you know she'd had a personal journey with breast injury uh, and actually had um, found some lumps and they were due to impact. Um, So she was really the first girl who trialled a vest and gave us feedback. Um, And, yeah, we've got about 60-odd girls now in the AFLW who wear the vest. Oh, awesome. Um, And I just love watching it, you know, on the weekends and seeing them all wearing it and... um, that's the biggest reward for me is just seeing, and it doesn't have to be professional girls. It can be any anyone wearing it. Just to think that that's something that we've designed and that we're also helping these girls, you know, with their recovery, with their game, uh, and just with their health in general, I think. That's unreal. Yeah, for sure. You touched on having 60 girls in the AFLW. That's incredible. Um, yeah. The AFL. W moves to 18 clubs next year. Does that impact and excite you guys in terms of reaching a bit further with it? Yeah, it does because um, in our initial stages of design, we knew that we had to engage the AFL and the AFLW um, in our design process because with Brad's history and obviously, as I mentioned before, he had broken a rib and had to um, get some form of prote- protection for when he was playing, but we he had to have it all approved. So we knew that it was going to be um, really important to work with them so that, um, you know, whatever the girls were wearing wasn't going to cause any type of um, injury to other players and we knew that, um, you know, they would have to approve it. So we're the only product um, that's licensed and endorsed by the AFL and that's obviously because we've had that um, padding component tested. But, yeah, I just, you know, I love watching the girls play. I just think they're... um, amazing the way they go in for the ball and their skills and it's just going to continue to grow I think um, there's huge interest in it um, you know and they're just great examples for for girls growing up yeah sure. absolutely I'm sure the vest gives them a bit more confidence going in for the ball too so it's awesome. yeah and that's our thing you know we're not a fashion brand um, we're just for that you know that girl out there that loves to get out and just play a sport and um, just be part of the team and do her thing. So, you know, we've got a great community and, and yeah, I just we're really passionate about it, so it's great. Yeah, you can, you can feel the passion in the way that you talk and I think that's what makes – 
a powerful brand and and to have such an important um, purpose as well. So uh, the last question that I've got, I don't know about you girls, but um, is just you know what's what's next for for you guys? Is it just focusing on on growing and reaching more girls in different sports? Yeah, I think it's really just about. Um, you know, raising awareness because we've only really just tipped the iceberg. And as I said to you before, you know, our focus sort of last year was AFLW because that's all we really have known and that's where our contacts were. But, um, you know, we've sort of kept chipping away with basketball and, and softball and um, NRL and things like that, rugby. We just really need to raise awareness that this product is here Um and yeah it's there and and it's going to take time um there's only the two of us doing it so you know we sort of have to be kind on ourselves that we can only do so much um but you know ultimately i'd just love to see it be part of a game day kit for girls um yeah you know just like their mouth guard is and you know their boots or runners or whatever they (laughs) use um you know it'd just be be great to have this as a general piece of gear for them to wear yeah and on the back of that, I, where do we find you? For our listeners and for anyone who I'm going to promote this to, which I am, um, where do uh, I direct Where would I direct them best? Your Instagram? So, yeah, so Instagram, we're on Instagram and Facebook and also our website at xenasport.co. Um, yeah, and we've got obviously lots of content on there, lots of educational pieces and, um, yeah, come along and hopefully just spread the word. That's why I'm so grateful to be on today and and chatting to you girls um, just gives us great exposure and just, you know, lets people know that we're out there. Well, we're we're so glad that we could have this conversation with you because it's really important and we would definitely be telling a lot of all the people who will listen. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. No problems at all. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this bonus episode of Chicks and Balls, the podcast. Thank you so much, Donna, for coming on and having this amazing chat with us. And once again, make sure you check out Xena Sport. If you are listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. If it is on Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you're really into it. Also, slide straight into our DMs if you enjoy this longer-form interview-style content and we'll try and get more apps out like this as much as possible. Um, But other than that, we'll catch you next time.